Kimberly here. This is Macabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now. Yeah, they they worked without seeing a paycheck for a very long time. And uh, so by the time we were ready to shoot, we were ready. Uh, but because this was a, I mean, you saw the film. It's mm-hmm. a very art heavy film. There's lots of original props, lots of planning, lots of design, lots of, I mean, the tale itself took like four weeks to make, you know, like this is not stuff that could have wait until funding came in because funding came in April 1st. like it would have not been on time. So, so yeah, we'd been prepping since January and, uh, and we weren't go, go, go. And it's been go, go, go until really last year uh, when I went, finished the, finished up a little mini tour and was utterly burnt out. But I put in that time because the people who were on this team believed in me and gave me their time and resources before I had any at all. So I cannot stress how grateful I am to this team. So yeah, it was, this was a miracle film, man. (laughs) Yeah. I believe it. It was, there's so many times where we're like, how the hell, like just, I mean, we, we filmed in the swamp. It's not pleasant. At all. <laughs> there are alligators for real mm-hmm. in there there are we had i had an animal wrangler i had a water safety that would be posted on opposite sides of the river uh, of the swamp bank first somebody would his name was greg we'd be like greg he'd go in with he's be he'd be in his wetsuit and he had a machete and he'd go right into the water because he's like former swat or something so nothing scares him he and uh, he's kind of a little crazy and he goes in he'll be like chopping away at things and scaring things and stuff and be like all right it's all clear there's no snakes and stuff and then then we throw the girls in you know and it was cold i i thought you know april the water would be warm or something it was not basically it would be <laughs> hot during the day like sweaty louisiana jungle hot in the during the day and then the temperature would plummet at night. And it was like wear three jackets, like cold. And I was throwing the girls in water that was freezing, you know? Yeah. So I'm surprised that any of them still talk to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was, uh, I think what made it unique is that uh, we shot it all on pretty much all on one property. And uh, yes, and we all lived on that property. So it was like, it was basically film camp. Um, Yeah, I modeled this after I had done three other features on this same property. And uh, it, so I knew this property inside and out in terms of like highest point, because while I was aiding these other three features, we had two hurricanes come in and like all sorts of bullshit come in. And so like, I knew like the highest point on the property where like, if a hurricane hit, like where we would be safe, I knew where all the power was, like which, which houses nearby and stuff. And so I wrote the script very specifically 
with this vocation in mind, which there was pros and cons to that. Pros is that like the location kind of has your balls in their hand, um, which worked against us. Um, right. con, uh, so that's, sorry, that was con. Uh, the pro is that I knew this thing inside and out. So if if something wrong was tossed my way, I could easily pivot uh, because I knew, oh shit, like we can't shoot here because um, it's flooding. So let's let's do this other set and then and then we'll go back to that, which that's a whole thing. Um, so when I wrote this script, um, I would say, I mean, you saw it. It's like, I would say like 60% of it is near water. Oh, a lot of it's near water. Yeah, a lot of it's near water. Yeah, near water, in water, around water. water. water, water. Yeah, well, uh, you wouldn't know, but the beach that a lot of it takes place on was flooded for 70% of the time. There was no Mm. beach. Um, Great. Yeah, I was severely fucked because I was like, well, I wrote everything for this beach that doesn't exist right now because nature. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so uh some thoughts don't write a script that takes place on a river that is beyond your control because you might have wrote it when it was waist deep but who knows you might come back and it might be flooded (laughs) yeah wow yeah so uh i remember my ad and i would walk to the non-existent beach and we would look at it and be like all right. Guess we're not shooting any of those scenes <laughs> today. Uh, I guess we need to shoot plan D or something. Yeah. So uh, there are so many things like that that happened, but because of my crew, we were able to pivot from it. But yeah, you wouldn't know. The great thing is, here's a little secret, is that because the beach was flooded, when it when the water started to lower it could it could look like multiple different locations Uh so that same point so what you see as the beach in the very intro of the film where you see that full-on beach Uh that beach is the same location as a lot of the other water spots it's the same exact spot it's just it was flooded oh so The good thing is that for safety purposes, a lot of the times the actors were actually like sitting on the beach and the water would then reach like their shoulders, but they weren't actually like swimming the whole time. So that helped a lot. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little ruined a little bit of the movie magic there, but, (laughs) but yeah, they were, they were not drowning. They were their entire bottom was very firmly on the ground. Um, even to the point that like they had to like act on their knees, you know. So yeah. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. So which is kind of crazy. But yeah, that same spot became like six of our locations because it looks so different every time the water rose or or decreased. There was one little spot camera team called camera island because at one point in the film there was a little tiny island that they would all stand on to shoot um the shot there was no water but but this little island 
but the next day you'd come back and camera island would be gone yeah, oh. yeah. so that it was it wow. was nuts this set that's so cool <laughs> i have to watch it again yeah yeah i just yeah. i just finished watching it literally half an hour before we started i could have to look at it again because yeah see right. if you can Incredible. recognize it yeah, yeah. See if you recognize like oh that tree is the same tree you know i highly doubt you'll be able to recognize it because like no i was and stuff but i yeah. was so sure that it was at least half a dozen different places right <laughs> it was not yeah so so that helped us a lot honestly um because we would know the locations we would um uh, we'd have to change the lighting up a little bit here and there but um we it was, have you ever ever wrangled actors? They're a special breed. And so <laughs> this was like, it's the same spot we shot the last five days. Like you can get there, right? You know, so, um, so it was lovely where it actually worked out nicely that it was all ended up being that way. But what what's crazy is the finale. We were supposed to shoot it the first week that we were there, but because there was no beach, it got pushed to the final day. So our finale was shot on our final day because we couldn't push it any longer. Um, and there still wasn't enough beach, but there was there was enough to cheat it. Um, that's why originally when I storyboarded, the finale had a lot more wide shots and stuff like that. And uh, it lives so much in mids and close-ups and stuff because we had to cheat it so much. And Mother Nature gave us the middle finger, but because by the time we finished shooting the finale, the beach reappeared. The entire <laughs> beach reappeared. And I was like, what Of course. Was like, I hate yeah. you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we, we had pushed it to the final day because that was our final day. It was like, well, we have to shoot it. It was nothing else we can do but it actually worked out you know how that works it's just like nice when unexpected things work out well work out better than what you thought sure. uh, so there's things that i rewrote on the fly uh for the finale that actually made the finale probably better and more cohesive actually so uh but it was all because of the stupid f and beach that yeah <laughs> that was underwater so <laughs> I just want to tell you when I first watched this movie, I didn't know you were a woman. Oh, good. <laughs> but I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, the director's a woman. A woman. <laughs> and then it went went it went a little bit a little bit longer. I was like, oh, she's black or she's Asian. She's black <laughs> or Asian. And it went a little while longer. I was like, oh, she's Asian. I, I know it. I, uh, and then I started looking you up. And that made me realize we need a whole lot more women directors. I, agree. I shouldn't be able to tell immediately <laughs> that you're a woman because so many of our horror movies are made by men. They are. I know. It's funny because like a lot of the people who have seen it or reviewed, like the women get it. Like they really get it. Oh, I yeah. I had a single woman who's watched the film being like, oh, I don't understand. The men are like, this is a little harsh on men. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, of course, there was that part, and I was like, "Lesbians!" I was so excited. I was like, "This is, this is great. Who is this? The Christine? Chen? Who is? Let me let me just look her up." It was great. I just knew yeah. it. And didn't it was not. You just knew women. 
everywhere were women, and I didn't see unnecessary nudity. I didn't see gratuitous sex. Uh, it's like, does she have any men on her crew? Because this movie <laughs> is very unlike other horror movies. This is true. Really good. Yes, it was very, <laughs> very true. So that is a fun fact. Um, the majority of our leads um, department heads were women, actually. Made it a uh, thing to 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 do that. So our our I'm saying the ones that weren't uh, our DP was not a woman. One of our set decks was not, but but majority of the leads were all were all women, and that I was by it. design. Yeah. So, but that you know what's funny is that like this is a film that scares distributors because mm. it's not your typical um, horror film. So yeah, they can't sell much because they can't be like there's boobs in it, you know, or um, it's not super bloody, you know, type thing. And and right. so what I've learned is that like if you can really impact a few people, that's really what matters, right? right. Um, versus like you know appealing to everyone and everybody being like that's okay, you know, like mm-hmm. a few people like love it. That's that makes a difference to me. I I um took it on tour and like the mermaid community like loved the film so uh which is just super fun because it's like it's everything that they embody which is you know um lgbtqia you know friendly uh gender fluidity uh there's you know different shapes and sizes and ethnicities and stuff like that and it just oh yeah yeah, I, I just really wanted something that like people could watch and be like, oh, I see myself in there. You know, I had, I've had many audience members being like, oh, I identify with Violet or I identify with, you know, Ari or whatever. So and then it's crazy to, to say that, like. We are the first black mermaid film right. ever in history, like, how are we the first one, you know, right? And I, I looked it up. I was trying to find any more. The closest I came to was the Little Mermaid. The There's mermaid. a black mermaid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't come out yet. It hasn't come out yet. I know. Right. Exactly. And that wasn't written for her either. It was like we just happened to cast a black mermaid. Right. You know? So yep. Yeah. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So we were really um when we were writing that was a big thing we wanted to honor is like the creole um voodoo culture and so uh we actually have access to um a priestess that we you know talked to about like how the makeup was and just to make sure we weren't just like gratuitously putting things on because it looked cool you know type Mm -hmm. thing and then um we had so my my makeup artist Roxy, you know, was very good about that of understanding like the history of like the markings on uh, Ursley's face and everything, and then just the background of Ursley. Uh, Camille did extensive research on like her roots and background and everything. So we did we did our best to honor uh, culture as much as we could, you know. So because I just I just think that there's needs to be stuff like that um out there where there's a respect for other people's cultures it's not just a, a tool to you know advance 
uh, purpose or something but Absolutely. i don't know i i had a lot of fun well it was very hard making it i i now can look back and at everything fondly in the moment it was extremely stressful um but i'm just glad that we finished it and we made it and it's out there and i hope that more people will be able to like discover it it's it's a that's the hard part about independent films we just don't have we don't have the marketing budgets to compete mm. with everybody out there. Right. And so it really relies on hardcore fans and, you know, the, the everyday Joe that goes and watches it, that falls in love with it to tell their friends, Hey, go watch this film, you know? Sure. So yeah. No, I'm about to post it everywhere again. <laughs> I so, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Please tell people. Yeah. Oh, that wow. We are the first black mermaid film, not the little mermaid. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Well, you exactly. know Disney's going to claim that once that comes out, that's going to be all over. We're the first Black Mermaid movie. That, but oh, you can be like, no, nope, bullshit. Nope. Nah, no, no. Oh, just ride those coattails all the way to the bank, <laughs> all the way to the bank. So, do you have any advice for any filmmakers who are not amazing like you and went to school and business school and all that? How to get to their first feature? Like, so maybe it's not quite as grueling. It's probably going to be grueling, but it's you know, going to be steps grueling. anyway. <laughs> I, think, I think that's an awareness, right? An awareness mm-hmm. that it will be grueling right. so that it won't be surprising when you are in it that you're doing anything wrong because you're not. It's it's going to be grueling. And and I've I've given this talk to people about you know how to raise money for their film and stuff. And there's no science to it, really. It's you just see as many people as possible. You talk to as many people as possible. And hopefully a percentage of that, those people say yes. And if you feel like you're, and I knew that I needed to talk to maybe five times more people than maybe like somebody else does, because this is my first investor funded feature. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just, that is just, is being aware that there isn't a shortcut sure okay if you win a million dollars or something yeah maybe that that, but those are tiny outliers you know and and i think everybody it's easy to base your trajectory on the evidence of outliers right Mm -hmm. you're saying you just see me like oh well so and so like already got a feature and is making this and that so like because i'm not there i'm not that then i'm not worthy of continue on this journey of making my film. And I think as long as you're aware that those are outliers and that the rest of us, the majority is grinding, you know, and that mm-hmm. you're not doing anything wrong. If you're, you feel like you keep hitting a brick wall, um, just focus on things that you can control. You cannot control what, how anybody else reacts. You can't control how somebody if they suddenly shows up to your film or whatever what you can control is is i can control how many places i post my film you know stuff online i can control how many people i meet and talk to about this film i can control if you just control if you can focus on the things that you control and just keep at it that's really the key to succeeding so just knowing that it's a grind and none of us are entitled to it and when we're there when we get that opportunity to remember all of the other people and to treat the people that got you there 
well and respect and to not forget that those are the people that have your back and to, and I think that's what's gotten me so far is that I've never, ever forgotten anybody who has helped me along the way. And I'm, I always want to see if there's value that I can give somebody else and not because I'm like, Oh, if I like help you here, maybe like five years from now, you'll help me. Like, no, like I'm helping you because I know that I wouldn't be where I am without people who help me. Right. Right. So you gotta, you gotta give, you're gonna, if you give, you'll get back, give back what you give somehow, you know? So what's the next feature? I have a few that I'm writing. Um, Obviously, there's still that one that I was supposed to do prior. Um, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure when the best timing for that is. It's so different, though. It's so funny because it's going to go for. But that's been kind of like my trajectory. If you look at my shorts and stuff, it's like, oh, she's doing drama and then she's doing a sci-fi and then she's doing a comedy and then she's doing. That's kind of like how I like to roll, though. So whatever (laughs) it is, I can't wait to see it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, but I, this, I mean, Ursley is going to, I imagine it to be like, uh, have two, at least two sequels. So Ooh. yes, so there's some definitely, and then the second one definitely cannot be done at the budget level that we did this. Like, it's going to be a big all, it's going to be like how James Cameron was like, I shelved Avatar for 10 years because I didn't have the resources. It's going to be like that. Maybe it's like uh. out in like 10, cause it's, it's like going to be intense there's gonna okay. be a lot more mermaids so so excited thank you thanks for having me thank you for watching the film um oh, yeah. that that warms my heart and that made makes my day when i know that people out there like watch something that we pour literal blood sweat and tears into <laughs> oh, and thank you for coming we really yeah. appreciate that mm-hmm. thank you yeah this was excellent thank you so much of course We'll, do, we'll have to do a part two when the second one comes out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Or when whatever you're doing next comes out. For sure. This is the number one place for macabre cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabre.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out until the next one.